0: Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest on the podcast is the amazing Stacy Hatfield, who I'm so excited to have here because Stacy and I have been friends for a while now online and it's great to actually be meeting her not in person but online these days, podcast recordings are all done online, but Stacy's had a pretty impressive career so far. She's just recently been qualified as a nutritionist. Before that, she was a health coach and already making, making an incredible start within the industry. So she does a lot of culinary nutrition related things. So lots of recipe development, food photography. She works with some other fantastic people in the industry, which I'm sure will come up today. Um, And yeah, just a really inspiring career, especially for someone so early on in their career. So thank you so much for joining me, Stace, and I'm looking forward to diving in. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. My pleasure. Let's kick it off by looking into what first got you interested in the health and nutrition space.
1: Well, growing up, I was always sort of a sickly child. (laughs) Nothing serious, but I just always seemed to have tummy aches, uh, low immunity. I always had colds and my mum would just always call me, oh, you're such a sickly child. Um, but we could never kind of get to the bottom of why. And we just kind of put it on the back burner. As I said, it was nothing serious.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then after high school finished, I went through a party phase, as you do, <laughs> <laughs> lots of nights of alcohol and then... Um, hung over Maccas the next day (laughs) and I started to put on weight and um, my symptoms from when I was a child got worse. So my digestion, um, yeah, I just had a lot of digestive issues uh, and I became physically and mentally unhealthy, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And at that point in time, I actually did dental nursing So I was a dental nurse for five and a half years and it was never my plan to stay in it long term. It was just kind of just happened after school. I fell into the job, but I loved being in the health industry, but it wasn't exactly my passion (laughs) looking at teeth. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I hit a point where I, I actually saw a photo of myself at a party and I just looked so unwell. And not only looked, I looked at the photo of myself and I I just knew that I was unhappy, like mentally I wasn't in a great place and I knew that enough was enough, I had to make a change. Mm -hmm. So I actually did 28. I was one of the um, original rounds I did, um, which was great. And I just started becoming really interested in the health space started exercising and um, making healthier foods. I started swapping my favorite meals and, yeah, became really interested in the nutrition side of things, which then led me to do health coaching. So that was great. So I did that while I was still dental nursing um, and I did that through IIN and it was a six-month online course. And it was really interesting, like I, it was definitely beneficial to get, to find out the behavioural side of things. And um, yeah, I really found it fascinating. But when I finished, I definitely wanted to dive deeper into the, the nitty gritty
0: nutrition stuff. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I decided to study nutrition. So I did that online as well, actually, so I could continue working. And I did that through La Trobe. So it was a Bachelor of Food and Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And so I've just finished last
0: month. <laughs> yeah. So incredible like that you did have that foundation and your journey along the way. Um, so you mentioned that you really like the behavioral side of the IIN. Um, did that help with more sort of like the getting into the coaching because you also are now starting to see one-on-one clients. Um, Does that help with that side? But then the La Trobe degree really helped you go in depth in the science. Like how would you sort of compare the two?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I think that both have been so beneficial and I don't really know. Yeah. uh, Like, obviously you can do one without the other, but um, I have found it really great. Uh, I just find, I think that IIN really set me up to, understand how people approach health and what they're going through what they're thinking and what they respond to yep um and yeah then obviously Latrobe gave me the the science to back up what what I was saying yeah um yeah Mm -hmm. I also loved with um IIN it was very holistic Mm -hmm. yeah just lots of different I can't remember them all now it's ages ago but Um, You know, spiritual, spiritual side of things, looking at people's career. And they just really had a holistic view of someone's health, which I just loved.
0: Yeah. And all of that impacts our overall health. So it's so great that they did teach to look at all those other areas.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. I think sometimes with our degrees, they can kind of narrow in, but forget the big picture. Yeah. So, yeah, I found that really great.
0: Yeah. That's the perfect blend of the two things to have. In your toolkit. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so what made you passionate about the recipe development side of things?
1: Yeah, well, as I said, I just first started swapping things. So like, you know, I was like, oh, you know, one of my favorite foods is lasagna. And then I would make a healthy version of lasagna and just make simple swaps that I could continue eating these mm-hmm. foods all the time. Um, and not miss out on anything and even like sweet treats you know I went down the whole um route of how can I make this a healthier option for my body and enjoy it regularly yeah so that's where that really sparked and as the years have gone on it's just yeah developed into um a love for food and yeah culinary nutrition yeah yeah, fortunately, I've worked with the lovely Steph Gettys yeah. and she's in that space as well. So that's also uh, helped me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It should be great to learn from. I've been lucky enough to work with her in the past through 28 and, yeah, learned so much from her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe tell us a little bit about what it's been like working with her and what sort of stuff you helped her with.
1: Yeah. So I actually started working with her, I think, two and a half years ish ago
0: um
1: and she originally put up a um job ad i think on instagram and i saw it yeah and applied i didn't think much of it i was like oh just i'll just give it a shot we'll see and it was for a nutrition assistant for her business body good food and a studio manager role for her and her husband's business linked training and nutrition yep and, yeah, so I went to the interview and got the job, which was awesome. I was very lucky and left my dental job and started working for them. So cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I was really, really lucky. Yep. So um, working with Steph has involved lots of things. <laughs> it's a very broad role, which yep. is fantastic. So I've had such a great insight into how a business runs. Yeah. Um, so lots of things, just general admin, um, helping her with her social media, mm-hmm. article writing, um, back-end stuff with her website, kind of any odd job that needs doing. that always seemed to build up as a business owner. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's been exciting days of helping her with recipe shoots and helping her with her... Um, diary that she's brought out the body good diary yeah so yeah it's been a fantastic role and having her as a mentor has just yeah really kick-started my career
0: yeah that's amazing and at what point did you start um natural spoonfuls your business i started that pretty much when i started working for steph actually yeah i remember i gave him
1: pardon your freelancing for her yeah yeah Uh, yeah. well first I started my Instagram page yep which was just kind of a hobby (laughs) (laughs) and I just started you know using my iPhone to take photos of food yep and then probably I would say the end of last year I actually started accepting work and getting paid as a freelancer through natural spoonful so it hasn't Mm -hmm. it's only been really yeah 2021 that it's kind of kicked off yep which has been great because now that I have finished my degree, I'm ready to go and, yeah, a lot more time to accept jobs and get work, which is great.
0: Yeah, incredible. And tell us about some of the brands that you've worked with since um, starting to do those freelance services. I've seen you work with, for example, um, Gluten Free Oats and there's been a few. Do you want to chat a little bit about those jobs and how they came about?
1: Yeah, so at first um, I had companies just contact me on Instagram wanting exchange for uh, product exchange collaborations. Yep. And I did that at first and then I realised that this isn't right and my services deserve to have a fee. Um, So I think that's a learning curve for everyone. Don't do work for free. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that basically just started from Instagram, them contacting me on DMs and then chatting over on email and, um, doing recipe development and food photography jobs. Yeah. So just random sponsorships here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so now I'm an ambassador for GF Oaks, which has been incredible and they're Mm -hmm. such a great company. So I feel very fortunate to, to work with them.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And so all the companies you've worked for, they've reached out to you. Have there been any that you've reached out to proactively to work with? Uh, I worked,
1: reached out to Golden Grind. Ah, uh, yep. That's the only company I've reached out to. Although the last couple of weeks, now that I've got some time, I've started reaching out to people. So I've got a few jobs lined up. Exciting. Uh, but everyone else has reached out to me. Yep. which has been really um, fortunate. I think it's great to be on social media putting yourself out there because a lot of brands are wanting that kind of work and content creation so yeah if they get in contact with you they will.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And do you have a media kit that you send out to them or is it sort of just done all via emails?
1: Yeah I send a media kit yeah um, and yeah. My business is kind of now split into two at the moment because I'm doing freelance work for other companies, but then I'm also doing sponsored work for Natural Spoonfuls. Yep. So, yeah, my, I have two different media kits and my media kit for Natural Spoonfuls shows all my statistics with my engagement rates and my follow account and that sort of thing for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and then my other media kit is more just about my experience and what I can offer as a freelancer.
0: Yeah. Amazing. That's cool to have those two sides of the offering. Yeah. 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 And you also do some of your own like programs and things.
1: Yes. So that's been exciting and a bit of a learning curve as well. Yeah. Um, so last year in lockdown, I started a seasonal eating program. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, just a four-week program, a four-week meal plan for each season. Yep. And I ran them and had a few people join, which was, which was really humbling, seeing as I was still studying. Yep. Uh, but I decided that this year I would scrap them because it wasn't sustainable. I, I can't make a four-week meal plan every year for <laughs> four seasons. Yeah. And I would narrow in and create... Um, my own kind of signature programs that I can run again and again. Yep. So now I've developed a refresh program, mm-hmm. which is actually running for the first time at the moment. So it's a two-week uh, meal plan to, yep. yeah, help people refresh. I'm calling it a spring clean at the moment. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> so relevant. Yeah, so that's going really well and I'm getting really great feedback. So that's very exciting. Yep. Yeah. And I've just announced that I am starting next month in October, a um, natural eating program. Yeah. So that's going to be a four week program that just shares my philosophy of nature knows best Mm -hmm. and helps educate people on, you know, how to read food labels and um, get back to real food and help them with that sort of thing. So that's where my passion really lies yeah, and that's kind of my dream so it's very exciting to release that
0: yeah that sounds so exciting is that something you're running live like um over live trainings or are you going to have videos recorded for them to watch or videos like- are going to be recorded yeah so yeah. um
1: i'm going to take the pressure off myself this round and not do a live facebook group yep just because I did that with my seasonal eating programs. And I just, it was a bit too much pressure at the time with all my studies. And at the moment I've got these other jobs happening. So yeah, it's all just been a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a gonna lot to keep it simple and yeah, have the four weeks uploaded and pre-recorded videos and then um, be available for any questions that people may have.
0: Yeah, Is that via email? Yeah, via email. Yeah. 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 Amazing. That sounds like a good model to run it off. Yeah. Well, we'll give it a go and see what happens. Yeah. I'm sure
1: it'll get adjusted next year and next time I run it, but yeah.
0: yeah. That's part of these kinds of things. And the great thing about ones that you can um, repurpose and not have to create new ones, you can just tweak them based on feedback. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I really love that idea of having a passive income through those programs. Yeah. That's really my dream. And then being able to work, in the culinary space doing the recipe development and food photography jobs day to day so that's that's where I'm heading
0: yeah amazing and so some of those amazing recipes that you developed for the seasonal programs did you repurpose those into these newer programs not for my
1: refresh program no I created a full new two weeks wow. um, yeah which I probably should have repurposed the other ones but I wanted to Make sure that it was all in line with um, kind of cleansing and detoxifying and using those kind of ingredients. Yeah. Uh, but I will definitely repurpose all the work that I did for those programs. So I've already done a couple of uh, client jobs where I've had meal plans yep. and I've kind of been able to repurpose them and change them slightly so that it's still okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, make my life a bit easier. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Working smarter, not harder. <laughs> exactly. <lot> <laughs> yeah. Cool. And how have you found, like, the experience of putting together those programs and meal plans?
1: Yeah, really good. Um, definitely learned a lot just, you know, how to be more efficient, um, even just how to manage putting it on a website and, how to let people access it and that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. And I've also realised how much work they are. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely didn't realise, oh, my goodness, this is so
0: time consuming. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And so when you say putting it on your website, do you have like a membership area where people log in or is it more of like a PDF kind of um, delivery? How do you choose to structure it?
1: Yeah. So they're given a password where they can log in and um, yeah, yeah, to a member area. So I run through my website through Squarespace. Yep. I originally had a website through WordPress Mm -hmm. and spent forever building this website. And by the end of it, I just, it wasn't it did not look great. My press is so um, much harder. <laughs> it was so hard. And like, I've done a little bit of coding, actually. I actually have a background in marketing. I didn't say that Ooh, to you. Yeah. But yeah, did I did um, a social media marketing degree. Yep. Yeah. Which I probably should have said at the beginning when I was talking about my, my career. But yeah, so that I had a little bit of experience in coding, but gosh, I found it really difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Squarespace has made it so much easier and a bit more expensive, but so worth it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's cool. Um, do you want to touch a little bit on that social media marketing degree and how that's come in handy with what you do now? Because I suppose a lot of what you do is social media based and marketing yeah. yourself through that avenue. So maybe, yeah, yeah. to that a little bit if that's okay.
1: Yeah, so for that I did a – it was called a Bachelor of Internet Communications – Okay. Um, and that was run through Curtin University yep. and that's what I did when I finished school And I didn't quite know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, but it's been very helpful in understanding the online space and um, yeah marketing to people and social media is just continually continually evolving and yeah it's nice to be on top of those kind of things so I, it's funny how things work out and how it all just kind of falls in place. I know like when I finished that degree, I was like, oh, I don't know, really know if I want to do marketing. Like, I want to I want to market something I'm passionate about. I don't want to work for a marketing company and promote something that I don't really agree with. Yeah. So, Yeah. And now I'm promoting what I love. And yeah, it's just, it's really funny how it all works out.
0: Yeah. That's amazing.
1: And I know that, um, one of the reasons Steph said she hired me was because of that degree as well to help her with her social media. So yeah, it was, yeah, it's just funny how it all
0: all pans out. Yeah. So perfect. That's really cool. And what would you say are some of the skills that you need in the kind of role that you're currently in? So working in the culinary nutrition space.
1: I think organization is key. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty type A. I like systems. I like things organized. I like to know what's going on and I just feel like if you can take off a mental load and yeah, be organized then do it. Yeah. I also think in this kind of space staying positive and positivity is a big thing. Yeah. Um and also being efficient. So efficiency and trying to automate as much as you can and delegate if you can and take things off your plate really goes a long way yeah that's and that's something that i've had to really um accept this year of things don't have to be perfect just get it out there and the time that you can waste doing a simple little task something that you would think would take 5 minutes and next minute you've spent 3 hours trying to make something look absolutely beautiful and people don't even notice it so yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning that.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and do you have any um, organisation or time management tips for us? I plan out my week. Uh, <laughs> so on the Friday
1: before, I, I turn over my uh, weekly planner and jot down everything that needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, and then during the days, I use a timer on my laptop It's called, I'm not sure what it's called, but I downloaded it um, just through Safari. It's like an extension uh, thing. Yep. But it breaks down time lots into 30 minutes. Okay. So I set myself a task for 30 minutes and then I get a couple minutes break. Yep. Um, And then I think every hour and a half, it's like a 10 minute break where I'll usually go make a tea or get a snack, that kind of thing. Yeah. But after every 30 minutes, I make sure that I stand up and move around and just get my blood flowing and that sort of thing. I, yeah, I just find it works really well to um, stay on task and also not get distracted and go down a rabbit hole or, or look at my phone and that sort of thing. So yeah. that's really helped me with that. I yeah. think there's actually a name for it. I think other people do a 20 minute time block.
0: Yeah. Is it the Pomodoro? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I knew it was that. called something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I find 30 minutes works really well for me.
0: Yeah. You don't find that that's like disrupting you between like when you get into the sort of that flow state, like are you able to sort of maintain that between the 30 minute blocks?
1: Yeah. When I do get in that flow state, I kind of just keep going. I yep. might stand up literally for like, just stand up quickly, move around and sit back down and keep going.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: So, Yeah. And it it, it is good to just gauge how long you are spending on a task.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes you don't realise, like you said, you think something might take a few minutes and then you end up like hours later and you're like, oh, wow, what have I achieved in this time? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or you end up on like a social media scroll or something and it's like, what? (laughs) That's not what I was doing. How did this happen?
1: (laughs) Especially with reels these days, you can just go down a
0: massive rabbit hole. (laughs) so true um cool so when you are doing those do you find it's best to sort of keep your phone away from you um, so that you can get into that flow for the 30 minutes
1: yes I I go through waves of being really good at this (laughs) and I'll go through weeks where I'm just I seem to be checking my phone more and more but when I am being um yeah really good I put my phone away in a drawer oh amazing and if I do have to check Instagram lately I've started doing it on my desktop yeah so if I have to check a message I find I don't scroll on my desktop it's usually just yeah checking something yeah that's been really helpful but yeah I think our phones can be a massive time waster and conscious yeah. of yeah
0: yeah oh well, that's a great idea putting it in a drawer I really like that
1: yeah I um I actually at the end of the day I also have a on my phone that uh you can set where you don't get any notifications or anything like that do not disturb I think it is yep and I think that's from seven o'clock so I don't check my phone at all after seven o'clock and put it in the other room I put it on charge in the other room I don't check it in bed or anything and that's really helped my mental health
0: (laughs) yeah oh incredible some good tips there how to be more productive get off the phone
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh that's awesome um so what would you say like a typical day or a typical week looks like and I know it will change based on the jobs and things you've got going on but just like for a rough idea of like how you balance your different responsibilities
1: yeah so I've kind of just started a new routine this month now that I'm qualified so Mondays are kind of my admin Uh, day or working on my own kind of content articles programs emails that sort of thing I've given myself that one day to work on those projects yeah and then the rest of the week is doing work for clients or myself I don't have a job on I'll photograph something make a recipe and photograph it for my own blog yeah and then I'm still working for Steph Getty's once a week And yeah, so that's kind of my flow at the moment.
0: Yeah. Amazing. That sounds like a nice balance of things. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to building up like those um, food photography and food styling skills, how did you get to the point where you are now? Because your photos um, are really beautiful. Do you have any tips for people who are interested in starting to take some pretty photos?
1: Oh, thank you. I am definitely still developing myself and I literally feel like every time I photograph, I get better and better and my skills are improving. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started out with my iPhone and I did that for two years, I think. Yeah. And then this year I actually signed up to food photography school. Yeah. And did their beginner program. Uh, which was really great so if you are interested in food photography I would highly recommend that yeah um so I bought a professional camera and did that and I've also found YouTube to be a fantastic resource so pretty much every morning I'll watch a YouTube video on food photography and then yeah try to apply it to my work
0: yeah Oh that's cool. You yeah, the best for stuff like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Unfortunately, like there's so much inspiration on social media and yeah, uh, you can always ask other people what what they think and how they're doing things and what equipment they're using and I found that people are really friendly in giving that advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so now that you are qualified and you are starting to build your business up even more, what do you see as, like, what's your vision for Natural Spoonfuls and for the kinds of jobs that you do?
1: Yeah, so my vision is to continue working on these recipe development and food photography jobs for, um, I guess, independent food businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then my big dream is to run these online programs through natural spoonfuls and kind of share my natural living philosophy yeah with others and yeah I'd love to create a really engaged community and and yeah share 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 my knowledge
0: there yeah we are definitely on the way to that
1: <laughs> thank you yeah it's it's really exciting times for me I have to say now that I am qualified and getting these feedback and releasing these programs it, I'm really, really proud of myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you should be. It's incredible. Yeah. So because you did really set such an amazing foundation while you were still studying, what advice do you have for the listeners that may still be um, at uni um, who are wanting to build their career and start now before waiting to be qualified?
1: Definitely start early. Um, Do it whilst you're studying. I think a lot of people think that they can't manage both but and i know that every situation is different and maybe you can't depending on what your family situation is but i was very lucky that i did have the extra time to do it so if you can it really does make a difference um and it's just something that will just evolve and as you go on like when I started, I had no idea what I really wanted to do. I just started sharing photos and I wanted them to be pretty, but <laughs> with my iPhone and I didn't really know what I was doing, but you don't get there without practicing. So you've just got to get out there and release it, which I know can be extremely uh, intimidating if you are doing it on social media. But yeah, I always say, Find comfort in discomfort and that's where we grow.
0: I like that. That's such a good saying and so true. It's like, yeah, the best way to grow is getting out of that comfort zone.
1: Yeah, I've found that. Every time I do something that's a little bit scary, it's like, oh, no, that was worth it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what would you attribute your current success to? Uh, I think hard
1: work. Yep i put a lot of work into this. Um, dedication. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit cuckoo, but manifestation.
0: I love all that stuff. So <laughs> Okay, good. It's Some people are like,
1: time. what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really like the idea of taking like actionable steps towards your goals and, and your dreams and, and making it happen.
0: Yeah. Honestly. And
1: believing that you can do it.
0: Yeah, that's an important one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also remembered you have an ebook as well, like a um, natural pantry one. Yes. Maybe tell us a little bit about the difference between developing an ebook and developing your programs.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh,
0: the ebook
1: kind of came about because I recently moved house and had to renovate my pantry. So um, I wanted to create it for myself actually. Yeah. <laughs> so as I was building my pantry, I just kind of documented the process and um, added in some nutrition advice as to yep. what they can fill in. Uh, and I've actually got a plan to release some other ebooks at the end of this year as well. But the difference between the two are, uh, well, they're very different <laughs> because. My other program is, yeah, a meal plan. So that was lots of recipe testing, developing, photographing, and then doing the program myself, Um, getting my family and friends to do the program and give me their um, constructive criticism. And the e-book was the same, getting constructive criticism from um, my family. I made my boyfriend read through it and (laughs) tell me his thoughts. Um, but yeah, in terms of marketing them, it's been pretty similar.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I guess the good thing with an ebook is that you can sort of market it and bring it up in conversation whenever you want. Yep. Um, and leave it online if anyone comes to your website. It's an extra resource and potentially another source of passive income. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I I loved it so much that I plan to do two more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, cool. Are they going to be along similar lines or are they going to be different topics? Different topics. So one of them is going to be a grocery guide. Oh,
1: yeah. Which I've actually completed, but I need to wait to release my next program I'm a bit of a work hoarder I take on too much work
0: <laughs> yeah, you've achieved a lot like just listening to all the things you're doing and have done it's like wow this is impressive
1: oh thank you it, yeah I'm very driven and I've got my goals that I'm going towards and yeah it it is definitely a lot of hard work and hours but um it's worth it and it, it's it's my passion and I'm happy doing the work as well so although it's work, it's, it's really enjoyable.
0: Yeah. That's so important. Such a great thing. How many hours would you say you're currently spending working as like a rough idea?
1: Uh, I am trying to, at the moment, now that I've finished my studies, I am trying to work nine to five.
0: Yep.
1: I really want to make sure that I'm taking care of myself Mm. um, and kind of yeah stick to that thing it doesn't always happen I find sometimes I'm working at six o'clock and I'm like what am I doing I said I'd finish at five yeah I think the beauty of working from home and for ourselves ourselves um we get to set the guidelines but I like the idea of instead of doing that work commute that you take advantage of that time and do something for yourself yeah yeah so my goal is to stick to nine to five at the moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've definitely done more than that in the past. I remember last year or before the pandemic, I was working 7am for Steph at Steph and her husband at the studio, the gym studio, 7am. Yep. Um, and then I would finish that. Then I would do uni. Then I would work on natural spring pools and I'd probably finish about 6.30. So it was really <laughs> long day.
0: Yeah, yeah massive
1: <laughs> and before that 7am I would get up and exercise and yeah but mm-hmm. I soon realized that that leads to burnout and yeah. I would yeah not worth it
0: yeah no it's good that you're yeah starting to um, try and have more of that structure and it's great now the study's gone as well so you can spend more time um, in your business and still working for Steph and the other businesses that you work with. But um, yeah, yeah, within more structured hours. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think discipline is a big thing. If you're going to work for yourself, you have to set those guidelines and stick to them and as much as you can.
0: Yeah, definitely. Are there ways that you find are really beneficial when it comes to helping yourself stick to them?
1: Uh, that's a great question. I... I'm honestly fortunate that I am pretty self-motivated. Yeah. Um, I think for me, if I have a good morning routine, it really sets up my day and my mindset. Yeah. uh, And I I generally stick to them. And if I don't have a good morning routine on the days where I don't follow through, Mm -hmm. my day just kind of falls apart. And yeah. So
0: yeah.
1: Working out what works for you. So I make sure that I try to get some movement in in the morning and I meditate for five minutes just to calm down and then I, I sit down and I have my breakfast and really take some time for me and, yeah, make sure that I'm I'm good. I'm in a good mood. I can do this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, such so a beautiful way to start the day and so important to fill up your cup before you start to give through what you offer.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful way to put it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Have we touched on all the different aspects of your business? Because there's like so many. I feel like we've talked about a lot. Is that the main stuff?
1: That's the main stuff, yeah. So, on the side, I am now offering um, individual nutrition consultations. Yeah. And I've done health coaching appointments uh, prior to finishing studying. Yeah. Um, so, I'm working with a, an integrative practice called Bayleaf Wellness. Yeah uh, and they're great. Um, but yes, it's not the prime, uh, focus of my business at this time. It's just a great way to connect with people and, um, gain experience as well.
0: Yeah. Do you have like a specific day or certain hours that you set aside for those one-on-one consults or is it just kind of like, as they come up?
1: Uh, I'm doing that on Mondays as my availability. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and do you enjoy that one-on-one side of things as well? I do. Yes, I enjoy it. Uh, but to be perfectly honest,
1: I find it quite taxing and a bit exhausting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I love working in my own space on my own thing, and um, yeah, it takes a lot out of me to give because. I care so much yeah. and I, I can be quite empathetic, but, yeah, it, it takes out my energy. Yeah. But I'm not saying I don't like it. I do enjoy it. It's just, I definitely, I take my hat off to people that do it all day.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I that really exhausts
1: me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Totally understandable. I am the same. I like, it's so admirable. Those people who do it like five days a week or something. wow,
1: It's amazing. It really (laughs) is.
0: It is. Yeah. That's cool that you have the balance though. And like, it's great that you get to help those one-on-one clients through the consults and then you can help scale your other offerings to more people. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So now for a book question, if you could recommend one book for the listeners to read, what would it be and why?
1: I love reading and I always have a physical book on the go Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: as well as an audio book. Yeah. Um, But one that I found really powerful was How to Be a Badass at Making Money Mm -hmm. by Jen Sincero. Yeah. Have you read it?
0: Yeah, I have it on my bookshelf. Um, oh, I maybe. haven't finished that one, but I finished the first one she wrote, "How to Be a Badass." Yeah, and the money one. I started reading, and yeah, it's like on the pile of ones I need to finish. So, oh,
1: so good. Yeah, I actually listened to the audio version of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it basically just talks about your relationship with money and how to attract more of it. And yeah, I think it's a really great resource if you are starting your own business and making sure that you do have a healthy relationship with money and I mean you're going to be accepting money from other people and asking for money and yeah it really gets into your self-worth and I just it really struck a chord with me and I found it really powerful.
0: Yeah and it is such an important topic like if you are going into business for yourself like because you're right, you do. There's times where you have to invoice people and ask for money or follow up things, like yeah. um, charge for your services appropriately. Make sure you're getting like um, compensated for the value you're providing. Exactly. Um, and
1: yeah, negotiating and that sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. yeah, and that first one as well. How to be a badass. That's mm-hmm. awesome as well. Yeah,
0: she has like a really entertaining writing style, doesn't she? Yeah, she's
1: yeah. great. And the audio version, it's um her narrating it, and um, yeah. It's cool. it's really good. She's love she's great.
0: Yeah, oh that's awesome. Yeah, I love it when there's like fellow bookworms on, and like, yeah, I love love those ones as well. So good. I
1: love that you asked that question
0: because every time I listen
1: to the podcast, I'm like, oh, what are they going to say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Check out the book. I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's so interesting. I think like books are such an incredible way to continue our learning because like people have put years and years of knowledge into something that we can read in a short amount of time. Yeah. And just gain so much valuable insight. So I feel like it's one of those amazing tools to continue learning on this journey.
1: Definitely. And it's a great way to take time out and yeah. just sit and rest. And...
0: Yeah. and not look at a computer screen. Look at like yeah. pages
1: instead. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Amazing. So this has been a super insightful episode and we've covered so much and I'm sure I'll get you back on in the future as you continue to grow and evolve. Um, But is there anything that you want to finish on today? Any parting words of advice and wisdom for the listeners?
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, seriously. And I would love to come back and let you know what happens in the future. But um, I would just love to tell people that if you want something, make it happen. Yes. yeah, listen to your gut and follow your intuition. And I always say to myself, the universe has my back. I've got this. Like, yeah, I can do it.
0: Amazing. And what a way to leave it to like that is such good advice and so true. Like, if we want something, we do have to go out and make it happen. Like, it's not just going to be handed to us on a silver platter, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. And I love um, your determination. Um, where can people find you and follow along and see all the incredible things that you're offering uh, so i mostly hang out on
1: instagram which is at natural Spoonfuls, yep. or you can head to my website naturalspoonfuls.com.au.
0: brilliant and i'll link to those for everyone to find nice and easy but thank you so much stacy this has been such an awesome combo and i hope everyone has learned a lot because i know i certainly have thank you I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.